رادیو رومی با من سنم دل 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 یک دل دل یک یک دل کن با من سنم دل 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 یک دل دل یک یک دل کن everyone welcome back to radio rumi episode 55 i am your host fatime keshavars director of roshan institute for persian studies and professor of persian at university of maryland college park thank you all for tuning in and a special thank you as always to my wonderful team janelle john parisa and sogand And let us start as we did last week, even though, as you know, I do not dedicate these particular programs to political analysis, but to dedicate them on this autumn afternoon here in D.C., dedicate them to the brave women and men in Iran who face brute force as they ask for their most basic rights, asking for these rights to be valued. Zan Zendegi Azadi, Women, Life, Freedom. Let us reach out to them with Rumi's words, which many of them know very well. Rumi once compared his own words to Morgan Ajab, wondrous birds. Let us send Rumi's wondrous birds with healing songs and energy, with our message of love and support to these amazing women and men in Iran. I thought about what to focus this program on. Many things could come to mind. Freedom, the value of life, the significance of courage for reasons that is not quite as easy to explain, I settled on the concept of healing. And I have to say right at the outset that in Rumi's workbook, healing is not about physical rest or going into seclusion. And let me hasten to add that none of these things is undesirable and indeed These are personal choices. For some people, focusing on resting could be one way to heal. But for Rumi, specifically, in his dynamic divan of lyric poems, healing is an action, a serious internal and external set of moves that each lead to realizations that themselves lead to taking other actions, which in turn could lead to further realizations. Metaphors often work, so in this case, in a way, this is like the journey of raindrops to becoming small streams, then holding hands with other streams, growing into rivers, and ultimately pouring into the sea which gives them an entirely new self-perception. Listen to his own words. And of course, 
You can choose your own metaphor and do this in your own thoughts differently. But here's my choice for you from Rumi's Bazals. As I said, action is central to it. So it begins with روز باران است و ما جو میکنیم بر امید وصل دستی میزنیم ابرها آبستن دریای عشق ماز ابر عشق خود آبستنیم تو مگو مطرب نیم دستی بزن تو بیا ما خود تو را مطرب کنی روشن استان خانه گویی آن کی ما قلام خانه های روشنی ما هجاب آب حیوان خودی بر سر آن آب ما چون روغنی So where's the action? روز باران است و ما جو میکنیم بر امید وصل دستی میزنیم It's a rainy day I'm digging a canal Or we are digging a canal You can read that ما as singular or plural بر امید وصل دستی میزنیم clap our hands in the hope for union then comes the observation ابرها آبستن دریای عشق ماز ابر عشق خود آبستنی the clouds are pregnant from the sea of love and we are pregnant from the cloud of love ourselves So that is the observation that he wants to draw our attention to. And then comes more action. To magu mutreb neyam dasti bazan. To biya ma khud tora mutreb kuni. Don't say I'm not a musician. Clap your hands. You come. Come to us. And we will teach you how to be a musician. And maybe... As we say in Persian, this is the sharp bait or the major bait or the main soul of the poem. Roshanastan khane gui on kist ma olame khanehaye roshani. That house is so bright. I wonder who it belongs to. I so love bright houses. Now he gives us in the word bright really a container. You can put in there hope, voice, happiness, good luck, the divine presence, almost anything. Of course there are limits caused by the overall topic of the poem. But within that you could fill the container with what speaks to you. And we are so important to him. that he wants to sometimes teach us. Actually, more than sometimes, indeed, very often, he tries to teach us to forget about ourselves, to not be always, always focused on me, me, everything for me. So he says, ما هجاب آب حیوان خودیم بر سر آن آب ما چون روغنیم And that's a major observation. We are the curtain that separates us from the life-giving soul or the water of life that every life has, every being has. In a way, 
we stand on top of that water of life like a drop of oil which never mixes with water so he's giving a very in a way gentle warning about how we could free ourselves from ourselves other poets actually talk about this very same topic quite often one of them is Saadi of Shiraz in a beautiful ghazal he says and he's clearly addressing the divine he says nadal namat be haqiqat ke dar jahan be che mani jahan o har che daru hast suratan do to jahani i do not really know what in the world you look like indeed the whole world is a form and you are the soul that enlivens the form then he says about freeing ourselves from ourselves به پای خیشتن آیند آشغان به کمندت که هر که را تو بگیری ز خیشتن به رهانی When you throw your lasso or set up your trap to get more lovers they come of their own accord because they know when you catch them you free them from themselves Now going back to Rumi, one of the major actions or movements that he wants us to incorporate into the lives in his community is, as you know well, the activity of whirling. Because he sees that at the core of healing. Wherever there is more life or a livelier presence of humans or other life forms, there is more movement see how he explains it har ja hayati bishtar mardam dar u bishtar khahi biya dar man nagar ke az shayd jan shaydayam wherever there is more life people in there are more bikhish na bikhish in persian means joyous overjoyed in fact almost intoxicated with joy and and the expression itself is quite revealing because it is bihish without yourself har ja hayati bishtar mardam dar u bihishtar khahi biya dar man nagar ke az shayd jan shaydayam wherever there is more life people in there are more joyous and more intoxicated with being, with joy. If you like to see an example, come, look at me. On barf, gugyat dam bedam, bugdozam usseili shavam. Now he goes to nature. That's an example he always goes to. In part because it's beautiful, it's majestic, we all admire it, but also because we all have access to it. If he uses an example that's culturally specific to his language or his culture, other people will not be able to follow. So he's talking about snow. That lump of snow is talking about itself and says, I'm going to melt and turn into a flood. 
قلطان سوی دریا روم من بحری و دریا بیم Then I'm going to roll over on my head going all the way towards the sea تنها شدم راکت شدم بفسردم و جامد شدم تا زیر دندان بلا چون برف و یخ میخوایم And I became lonely and I stood still I froze turning into ice obviously I froze and now you are putting me under the pressure of life forces of difficulties sometimes so that these ice pieces break and become water again then he turns to us his readers چون آب باش و بیگره از زخم دندان ها بجه من تا گره دارم یقین میکوبی و میساویم be like clear water not knotted by the wind or filled with mud or something like that just clear without any turbulence on the surface of it and be free چون آب باش و بیگره از زخم دندان ها و بجه من تا گره دارم یقین میکوبی و میساویم Be like clear water and flow because you'll be free. You're not ice, you're flowing water. And see that when you don't have this fluidity, you will again face breaking down like ice pieces. Har lahze bekhrub shan taram, barjaste wujushan taram, chon aql bi par mi param, zira chu jan. Every moment I am flowing faster. I am more full of energy of going. I jump up and down and gush forth. I become like the intellect that flies without wings. Your mind can go from this end of the world to the other without the wing, without a pair of wings. And here he does something that he likes to do very often. He gets to a point where he really finds it difficult to say more because it's kind of abstract and not easy to explain. Then he goes immediately to a metaphor. He says, بسیار گفتم ای پدر دانم که دانی انقدر که چون نیم بی پا و سر در پنجه Oh, my friend, I talk too much. But you know this much, that I'm like the flute in the hands of that flute player. And of course, we are very familiar with this metaphor that he has used often. We as human beings are the flute and it's the divine breath breathing in us that makes us sing. But also when he refers to the fact that he shouldn't be talking too much, there's actually a very important poetic dimension to this. He means, in my understanding, that if what I have said to you has made sense, you don't need me. You don't need me to belabor my point. You get it. Go and make meaning out of this. And then he addresses the divine as usual, ای بی نوا یان را نوا جان ملولان را دوا And now comes healing again. At the end of this غزل 
filled with motion, he says, Oh, you who are the richness in the life of the poor, and you are the treatment, the healing for those who do not have the energy to move forward. But obviously, to him, the ideal is that the divine flows, the divine energy going through us flows, and then that becomes the healing. پران کنین جان را که من از قافم و انقاویم and he reminds us time and again we are able to act we are intelligent beings we are capable beings we have a right to ask what is our right and belongs to us because deep down our origin is from the high up there from an elevated part of existence. We belong to that mountain far away from here, the Gulf Mountain. We are the legendary bird Phoenix who lives on that mountain. And of course, Angor Phoenix is another container, another poetic container that he gives us. Who is this legendary bird that so many other birds are trying to seek and find and learn from and we don't know anything about it's in the legend isn't a myth it is there for us to fill it with the good qualities with what we wish we would have what we would strive towards courage freedom goodness helping others and never never hurting others then he talks again about healing and about movement in a ghazal which is very much like a game, like a, like children playing together. Again, that is another strategy he uses very often. He doesn't want to be sitting on top of a pulpit, lecturing at us, delivering a sermon for us. He wants to be down here with his readers, with his friends, playing with them. Why? Because in this act of playing, there is togetherness. There is give and take. Nobody claims to be all-knowing, but everybody works to exchange things together. Be yarakan safa, juzme safa madahid. Cho midahid bedishan, juda juda madahid. Or cho midahid bedishan, juda juda madahid. When you give wine to your playmates, don't give accept the wine of purity. And why is purity so important? It really is more focused on purity of intention, purity of being who we are, not recreating ourselves in something that we think would be more acceptable, more beautiful, more powerful, whatever it is. So here in this poem it says, when you give wine, to your friends, don't give anything but the wine of purity. And when you give it to them, don't give each individual a separate share. Don't divide them against each other. Give it to them all. Generosity and not separating people by degrees of goodness. And then he explains that purity further. به آشقان خدا جز می خدا مدهید 
in this cup, this wine cup, it would be a sin to make the wine impure, to mix it with something else. And to those in love with the divine, the truth supreme, the greater force of goodness, whatever you call this being, to the lovers of this being, God for him. Don't give anything but divine wine. Berahnegan raz aftab jamekonad. Berahnegan rah eshkra qabal madahi. I think this is an amazing verse that stands out in its beauty, in the intensity and impact of its image, and in the way it explains something so well. A very difficult thought, in fact. So based on what we talked about, the purity, the purest of the souls are naked. They're not covered in frocks of power or religious authority or governmental authority or claim to great artistic merit or, or anything of the sort. They are naked. And he says, the naked ones on the road, the journeyers, they make themselves clothing out of the rays of the sun. Do not give these naked souls on the way to love any frocks of any sort. What is so special about them? Why is it that they will not accept frocks of power or richness or anything else? Because they have sensed the scent of love. And that has given them a discernment that it is only possible through experience. You could think of that in the sense of a very simple bottle of perfume. If you like it, if you have smelled it, sensed it, you would recognize it immediately. So, بابوی وصل اگر آشقی قرار گرفت بحانه را نپذیرد بحانه ها مدهی. The lover who has sensed the scent of union, who has tasted union, is not going to accept any, anything other than real union. Don't give them something made up or something that you make a pretext explaining why you can give them the real thing. They will recognize that that is not the real thing. And then having described all of these beings, these lovers, these naked beings journeying on the road to union, he calls them Chinin Ghazian, these fighters. That is truly important because with this statement, he says, the true fight that gives us power to deal with everything outside, to change our world, to be effective and impactful, is to fight inside and attain the real healing, the true healing. Whereas the ones who don't have that longing, who have not made that attempt, there are no healings for them because they haven't sensed the pain. Now, the word dad, as I have said before, in the mystical poetry in Persian, does not just refer to pain as suffering, but also to 
longing to a quest for something better for the beloved. So he's playing on the double meaning of the word dard and says, well, if you don't have a longing for it, you're not going to get on the road. Or if you're not ill, feeling for something with great deal of internal feeling, you're not going to get the healing for it either. Let me end with a ghazal in which he's referring to treatment as intoxication or intoxication as the real treatment, real healing. And what is so important about it? Because the whole existence is filled with it. It is not the property of the young or the old or the well-educated or uh, the rich or the poor. It belongs to all existence. And to the extent that we are a part of that existence, if we feel that longing, if we look carefully, we will see it and we are going to pursue it. Yarabin buke emruz be ma mi ayat ze sara pardeye asrar khoda mi ayat. Oh Lord, this great scent that is coming to us comes from the household of the divine or from the household of the divine mysteries which again he believes is at the core of life everywhere. How does it come to our attention? Through the nature and through the beauty, through the all kinds of acts of kindness and charity and love. But we can look at the nature alone. Bustan ra karamash khalat no mi pushat khastegan ra zedaba khawne dawa mi ayat. The gift of his generosity dresses the orchards in new and beautiful clothing every instant. The suffering and the sick, they receive their healing also through this intoxication throughout the entire existence. Dar namazand derakhtanu be tasbih to you dar rukuas banafshe ke dotao mi ayat. Trees are standing, prayful, in meditation, and the birds, the flying birds, the singing birds, they are praising. They are saying words of praise, and the lilies that are bending their heads down, they are bowing again to this intoxication at the core of all existence. And then he explains it even more clearly. هرچه آمد سوی هستی ره هستی گم کرد که زمستی نشناسد که کجا میآید. Whatever comes towards existence comes to be or to become a being, loses its way towards this direction, goes here and there, stumbles sometimes که زمستی نشناسد که کجا میآید. There is so much intoxication in this existence, in this experience of becoming, that this being in his or her or its total intoxication doesn't even feel where it is coming. Harcha aumat suya hasti, rahe hasti gom kard, ke zemasti national sat ke kujo miyoyat. On this beautiful, intoxicating set of verses, I'll ask you to listen to the original sound once again. 
and then say goodbye to you. یارابین بوی که امروز به ما میآید ز سرا و پرده اسرار خدا میآید بوستان را کرمش خلعت نو میپوشد خستگان را ز دواخانه دوا میآید در نماز درختان و به تسبیح تویور در رکوع است بنفشه که دوتا میآید هرچه آمد توی هستی ره هستی گم کرد که ز مستی نشناسد که کجا می آید رنگ او یافت از آن روی چنین خوش رنگ است بوی او یافت که از او بوی وفا می آید Until we speak about Rumi, his works and his thoughts and about sometimes other poets I leave you with these words and look forward to speaking with you again Goodbye